have a SEP IRA, you need to know this. Hey everyone, I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. Welcome to another episode of AdBits. So the SEP IRA continues to be a very popular plan for sole proprietors and small business owners. The SEP IRA is a type of IRA that needs to be established or adopted by a business, unlike an individual retirement account that is set up by an individual. However, after you are finished listening or watching this podcast, you will realize very quickly that the SEP IRA is not the best retirement plan for you and your business. And here is why. So prior to 2001, we'll give everyone a free history lesson. SEP IRAs were essentially the same as solo 401ks. Okay, they were both pure profit-sharing plans. So a SEP IRA is a pure profit-sharing plan, meaning if you are self-employed, sole proprietor, otherwise a Schedule C taxpayer, meaning you report your business income on a Schedule C of the 1040, you can contribute 20% of your compensation up to $61,000 in 2022. Okay, and it's 25% of your compensation if you are a W-2 employee, meaning you have a C or S corp. Okay, so quick example, if you make $40,000 sole proprietor schedule C, you can put away 8,000 bucks. If you make $40,000 and you are a W-2 you can put away 10,000, 25% of 40. Okay, pretty simple. SEP IRAs do not have any employee deferrals. There's no Roth option. There's no loan feature. It's just a very simple profit sharing plan. 2001, the EGTRAF, Economic Growth Tax Relief Reconciliation Act was passed after 9-11 by President Bush. And the EGTRAF, and I actually remember this very well because um, I actually had to research and provide a PowerPoint presentation for the tax lawyers in my department uh, on Extra. So it's, it's funny, everything comes full circle, but I totally remember when this was passed. I certainly remember 9-11, but um, this was passed thereafter. And it was there to stimulate the economy, help companies repatriate um, you know, foreign income, and also help small businesses by adding a number of very important features to the solo 401k. It added the employee deferral feature, just like a regular 401k had. It added a Roth component. It added the loan feature. Okay, so after EGTRA was passed, the solo 401k quickly surpassed the SEP IRA, the most robust retirement plan for the self-employed and small business owner. And here's why. And in this case, the numbers really, really do not lie. So solo 401k is a type of 401k. It's not a new type of plan. It's essentially a 401k that's not subject to ERISA which is a body of law that was created in 1974, created IRAs, created 401ks. There's also a number of rules in there to protect rank and file employees. So there's, it imposes a number of administrative and um, plan testing annual requirements on the sponsor of the plan. But if you're self-employed or have a business with no full-time employees other than yourselves, the owners and their spouses, there's no one to protect, right? ERISA doesn't need to come in and protect those parties because they're owners. They have a seat at the table. ERISA was really there to protect the rank and file, the non-highly compensated folks. Okay, so solo 401k is essentially a 401k 
but you don't have all the annual administrative burdens of a regular 401k like Tesla or Apple or even IRA Financial has. So what are the two eligibility requirements of the solo K? You need to have a business, U.S. business like a SEP, and you cannot have any full-time employees, which means 1,000 hours during the year or three consecutive years of 500 hours. Okay, so owners, co-owners don't count and spouses of the owners don't count. So you can technically have a, an accounting firm with eight partners and assuming they do all the work and they don't have any non-owner employees like staff or enrolled agents or secretaries, then technically they can have a solo K even though they have eight owners. Just same as um, two people, husband and wife, where let's say the wife's the sole owner of the business, but the husband works for the wife, the husband, because they're married, is not deemed an employee, even if he works over a thousand hours. So once you're in the solo 401k world, let's talk about and break down why the solo 401k is so much more powerful than the SEP. And the first reason is the clearest, and it's the employee deferrals. Remember I said with a SEP IRA, pure profit sharing plan, right? 20% if you're a single member LC, Schedule C, 25% W2 of your comp up to 61K. So look as an employee deferral, which allows you to go in 2022 to 20,500 or 27,000 if you're over 50, plus that same profit sharing of 20, 25% up to the maximum of 61 or 67,500 if you're over 50. So the SEP is no catch up. The solo does if you're over 50. The SEP is no Roth feature. The solo does in the employee deferral. The profit sharing still has to do has to be pre-tax, but the employee deferrals that 20,500 or the 27,000, if you're over 50, that could be in pre-tax or Roth. So simple example, you make $40,000 under 50 sole proprietor. SEP gives you 8,000, 20% of 40. The solo K will give you 20,500 plus the eight, 28,500 versus eight. Big difference, right? Huge difference. Okay. Let's say you're over 50 and you make hundred K W2. SEP IRA will let you do 25% of 100, 25K. Solo K will let you do 27 plus 25 or 52K, almost double or more than double, I should say. So again, huge advantage, right? Why would you do a SEP? Really, no reason. The only time you do a SEP, here's the only time. If you're going to max out, you're going to hit 61,000. So let's say you make $300,000 a year, 20% of 3,000, uh, 300K is 60,000. So you're close to the max. Um, you don't care about Roth. You don't care about the loan feature. You just want to do pre-tax max contributions. Then the SEP makes sense, right? If you're going to max out and hit the 61. But in any other case, it really is almost malpractice for a tax professional to recommend the SEP IRA over the solo 401k, right? We talked about the employee deferrals and the profit sharing, the Roth feature. How about the loan feature? Solo K lets you borrow the lesser of $50,000 or 50% of your account value. Use it for any purpose, five-year loan. Or interest rate as of August, 2022 is prime, which is 5.50%, meaning you're paying yourself back, not a credit card company or a um, payday lender that's gonna charge you an exorbitant amount of interest. Here, that 5.5% is going back to your plan, plus you get up to 50K tax-free penalty free to use for any purpose, business, personal, vocation, whatever you want, you can do, okay? So one other huge advantage of the solo K, if you're a real estate investor and you love leverage, right? Who doesn't love leverage? What good real estate investor 
does not use, does not like to use other people's money or get a loan, right? Think about it. If you have hundred K and you can borrow 80 or another hundred, right? You potentially can buy two properties instead of paying cash for one. Any good real estate investor loves leverage. The less amount of money they have to put down personally, the happier they are. But when the SEP IRA uses a leverage, a loan to buy real estate, it triggers a tax called unrelated business tax, income tax. There's more than a net of $1,000 attributable to that leverage. And that tax rate is high as 37%. So it really is a painful tax. Whereas there's an exception in the tax code under 514C9 that allows a 401k to use leverage, a non-recourse loan. In both cases, an IRA and 401k must use a non-recourse loan. That is a loan you do not personally guarantee. Why? The tax code does not let you personally guarantee an obligation of your retirement account. So in both cases, you have to use a non-recourse loan. But IRA triggers the UBIT tax, which is more than $1,000 attributable uh, to the loan of net income. 401k is an exception. Under 514c9, so there's no UBIT when you use a non-recourse loan to buy real estate in a 401k. Now, if you're a real estate investor, that is super super attractive. Trust me. I know. I've had thousands of real estate investors try to do everything in their power to get into a solo K, even though you need to have a you know small business or at least be self-employed. And it doesn't always work for some passive real estate investors. So um, that's a huge advantage. So again, since we're way past 2001, we're past 2001, this is almost a malpractice, honestly, if People are setting up SEP IRAs who are not fully maximizing their contribution. Again, you make a million dollars a year and all you care about is pre-tax contributions and the SEP works. If you're over 50, the solo K will give you that catch up of 6,500. But if you're under 50 and you're going to max out, okay, I'm not going to kill you if you go the SEP route. But for everyone else, the solo K will win in every category. You'll be able to contribute more because you have the employee deferrals, which are dollar for dollar, 20,500. 27,000 if you're over 50, plus that same 20 or 25%. Plus, you get the catch up if you're over 50. Plus, you get the ability to do Roth if you'd like. Plus, in both cases, you can do a checkbook control, right? IRAs and solo 401ks, you can still do alternative assets. In fact, 401k has one additional advantage. You can buy life insurance where an IRA you can't. But the same prohibited transaction rules apply to both SEPs and solos. Okay. You have that loan feature, which is huge, right? Especially we're dealing with crazy inflation, the ability to just tap into your retirement account, use it as a bank and pay yourself back instead of having to pay a taxable distribution or a loan company or a credit card company at crazy interest rates is super attractive. Um, you can use that non-recourse exemption for the UBIT tax if you're into real estate, which is also enormous. And if you have less than $250,000 in your solo K, you have no annual IRS reporting. If you have more than 250K, which hopefully everyone will at some point, then you have to file a very, very simple form called the 5500 EC, which is due every July 31. You can get an extension until October. Uh, we'll help you complete that uh, if you are a client of IRA Financial, so don't worry. But it only gets triggered if you have more than 250K as of 1231 of the prior year. So not everyone has those filing requirements. But when you put it all together in some, hopefully, if you are not maxing out your SEP IRA, hopefully listen to watch this podcast and you've now realized that you've left tons of money potentially on the table. You haven't been able to do Roths. There's that loan feature that you could take advantage of. 
And if you're a real estate investor, the ability to do non-recourse leverage is massive. So the beauty is you can always move your SEP IRA funds to a solo K tax-free. It's a tax-free direct rollover. You can do it as many times as you want. You should not have both the SEP and the solo operational at the same time. You should not be making contributions to the SEP and solo at the same year. So all you need to do is stop your SEP, move it to a solo, close your SEP, tax-free rollover to a SEP, and now you can enjoy the fruits of the solo K and join the millions of other small business owners who have taken advantage of the power of the solo 401k. So hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Hopefully uh, I've triggered something to get you motivated to, uh, at least if you have a SEP IRA, at least think about it, talk to your accountant, give us a call, um, see what makes sense for you. But think about it, right? Simple example, you make hundred grand a year, schedule C, under 50. So proprietor, SEP IRA is only allowing you to put away 20K. Solo K will let you do 20,500 plus the 20,000 or 40,500 versus 20 for the SEP. The double, right? Imagine you're able to take advantage of that over the next seven, 10, 12 years. How much more money based off the power of deferral that you will have in your retirement plan simply by choosing the solo over the SEP? So, yes, some accounts are still living pre 2001. Don't ask me how it's 21 years ago, but I still get clients every week that come over and have SEP IRAs and need to get out of it. So um, it's still happening. Uh, maybe some people just get intimidated with the word 401k or they don't understand it and SEP maybe is easier or their um, wealth management firm just is used to opening SEPs. I have no idea why, but it needs to stop. It's costing millions of Americans money. And that money could be growing tax deferred or tax free in a Roth versus paying tax on it, right? Because not only do you get to take advantage of deferral, but think about it. You make 100K a year and you want pre-tax deductions. The SEP IRA will only give you 20,000. The SOLA will give you 40,500. Meaning the SEP, you're paying tax on 80,000. The, the SOLA K, you're paying tax basically at 60,000 or 59,500. Huge difference, right? Your, your, the amount of tax you pay is going to be shrunken considerably just by choosing the soul over the set. Plus you get the loan feature, the ability to buy real estate without tax if you're using leverage, Roth options, all that jazz just for going solo. So thanks for uh, listening. If you're watching on YouTube, really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, and uh, so weekly podcast, uh, hopefully you guys know it drops every Tuesday. So check it out. Uh, thanks again for um, spending some time here today and have a great day. Cheers. Cheers.